don't think it can happen to you. The hit and run chase in California, a motorcycle rider witnessing a driver slam into several cars and then speeding away. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. Tonight about the man suspected of killing a woman in a hit and run and his plan to evade justice. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast is Howard Drescher. All right, welcome. Welcome to a show about distracted driving. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and of course now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, DistractedDB. You can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Today is a day that I did not think that would happen. Today is a day that in my life, I did not think that would happen. And yet, here it is today. Uh, Quite honestly, to tell you the truth, I didn't really think it was going to happen. It has been 48 days. It has been 48 days since I got behind this microphone and uttered these words. Welcome to DistractedDriversBusted.com. I am your host, Howard Drescher. Thank you for being with me. It has been 48 days since I did my podcast show. I can tell you I'm back uh, real quick. Um, I'll give you a short version of what honestly happened to me and why I was out for such a long time. I can tell you, since I did the show the very last time, I just got burnt out for part of it. I was burnt out every time I turned around. There was another hit and run. There was a DUI. There was a DUI crash. There was a hit and run. Uh, Somebody was killed. Somebody's texting and driving. Somebody plowing into somebody's house. It was over and over and over again. No sooner than I finished my show, and I usually do my shows the night before they get posted, and I usually do them around 9, 9.30 at night. And how many times have I been here behind this microphone and I hear on the news while I'm doing my show, I have the news on whether it be CBS, NBC, KTLA, Fox 11, any one of these stations, 
I have on the air. I have the volume down, but I can see what's going on on TV. And maybe that was some of the mistakes I made. Anytime I made an error on the show, I was kind of watching what's going on, not paying attention. I just got burnt out by every time I was doing a show. No sooner than I ended the show, I look over at the TV and there's another high-speed chase. There's a hit-and-run crash. Somebody ran a red light, DUI, ended up hitting somebody, killing somebody. It just over and over and over again. So I'll say for maybe two and a half weeks, three weeks, I was just burnt out. I tried to get behind the microphone, and I just couldn't. And then something at my work happened. Somebody got sick. And you can kind of guess what happened from there. How many people did it affect? Whether you had a full gamut of everything or just precautionary contact tracing. You guys can figure out what happened. I don't think I need to say any more about that. But I would... But I'd venture to say, you guys can figure out what happened. Unfortunately, we lost a good man. We lost a producer of a radio show, a sports lodge show. We lost a guy, a good guy. James Allen, we lost him. Young man, 40 Five years old. 45 years old. And we lost him. You guys can kind of know where I'm going. I don't want to get too much into details. Even today, it bothers me. It bothers pretty much everybody that we worked with. And the thing, the reason why I am doing the show is because I remember he encouraged me more than anybody else. He'd say, man, you're doing it. At first, when I told him I was going to do the podcast, I know he kind of shrugged his shoulders and goes, oh, okay. But he's the one that had encouraged me more than anybody else. And then he asked me to start sending him my podcast shows. So I did. And he kept tweaking me, telling me, hey, Change this up. Do this. Do this. And I kept making it better and better until I made it my own. And that's what he appreciated the most. You made it your own. And I've been doing it now for what? Seven years now? Seven years. And when I was in my second or third year, he was encouraging me more than anybody else. And for that, I'm most grateful. And I thought about it during my time off, off of work, I thought I would never come back to this again. But then, after I heard what happened, deeply saddened, going through the stages of grief, anger, 
and everything else that goes with it. The laughter that we had, the memories. It made me think, life is too short. And he always told me, if you love doing what you're doing, just keep doing it. You're making a difference in the world. You might not see it, but there might be somebody that listens to your podcast and just remembers. Do not pick up the cell phone and text. Don't drink and drive. And most of all, don't be a hit and run driver. And for that, I decided today, 48 days since I got behind the microphone, I got off my dead butt and said, okay, I'm going to do it. And I want to thank him for all the encouragement. James Allen, this show is dedicated to you. And there's no way that you're going to let me do it without some tears along the way or some laughter along the way or my usual mistakes. You know, all that stuff is still going to be there. But you know what? You encourage me to still continue, so I will. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'll be back right after this. You are listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Honey! Are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, what? Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. Uh, we'll, let's go. Come on. Okay, honey. Let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Yeah. Isn't the man supposed to be waiting on the lady yeah, anyway? I'm, I'm sorry, babe. I, I know I say this all the time, but I, I promise. Next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready, and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home. Gosh. Uh, oh, uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually going to be at this no. party. No! Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, what? I told you don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car. Stop it now. I... I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. Uh, babe, wait, wait, come back. Uh, this 
This isn't happening, is it? Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to the DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter, at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. And you can get the show on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Type in the keyword, Distracted DB. Join us for the trip. Join us for the ride. I guarantee you, I will not be a distracted driver as long as you're riding with me or any other time. That is my promise to you. All right. So, uh, a very terrible story um, out of uh, Los Angeles here, KTLA. I appreciate them for allowing me to use this sound. But when it comes down to it, there's a. Um, mother who was killed in a hit and run and she protected her child i think the child was three years old and according to the authorities the suv struck the woman around 11 p.m uh last saturday night while she was crossing the street in a crosswalk and her husband and her two other children were with her and she was cradling her three-year-old son when a dark-colored Toyota 4Runner hit her, struck her. She did everything she could to save the child, and she ended up losing her own life. Here's a story from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Good morning to a tragic situation. We're told that this young woman was at the beach with her family uh, when this happened. And they have identified the victim as 33-year-old Wendy Galdemez. We have her picture. We can show that to you now. She is from Downey. And as I said, we are told she was here at the beach with her husband, her two children. Investigators say she was crossing Vista Del Mar here in Playa Del Rey around 11 o'clock Saturday night when she was struck by an SUV uh, that then fled the scene. Police say they are looking for a dark-colored Toyota 4Runner. Wendy Galdemez was holding her three-year-old little boy when this happened. She was pronounced dead at the scene. Her son was taken to the hospital, but it is said he will be all right. Family describes Wendy as loving and nurturing and say her final act was protecting her child from harm. I think she's a hero, you know. Um, I think she did what every mother would do, and I think that speaks, speaks a lot of who she was as a mother. And you can see here after what happened, people could be seen adding to a memorial at the crash site, bringing flowers and more to pay their respects to the young mother. The family has set up a GoFundMe page uh, to help during this difficult time. They are also encouraging anyone who may have seen something to come forward. If anyone has any information on this person, on this person, the car, anything, just please give whatever you know to the police. Um, I just hope that, you know, justice is served. And once again, they are looking for a dark-colored Toyota 4Runner. It possibly has front-end damage. And as the family said, anyone with any information should contact the LAPD. 
That's the very latest here in Playa del Rey. I'm Aaron Myers. I'll send it back to you both in the studio. All right, again, thanks to KTLA Channel 5 for allowing me to use the sound. I hope that they get the guy or the girl that was driving. Uh, again, a 33-year-old mother, wife, was killed in hit and run by a dark-color Toyota 4Runner. And this is the reason why I was burned out a little bit. It just happens on a daily basis. And yet I still sit here and I talk and I feel I'm preaching to the choir and it may be that I am preaching to the choir, but somebody somewhere along the way will hear the show and say, you know what? No, this isn't what should happen. We should not be doing something like this. Here's a story that I got out of Florida, central Florida. Now I can tell you that the, the uh, woman that was charged uh, it happened back in April, and the big question was why did it take until the beginning of September to get charged? And this story comes from News 6 WKMG, and I appreciate them for allowing me to sound. Again, this story comes from Central Florida, where a woman was charged after a DUI crash that ended up paralyzing a four-year-old child. Now, I understand that there's um, circum uh, mitigating circumstances on why it took so long for this to be charged, and, and I can understand why it happened. And when you hear it, you'll understand why too, but everybody's thinking April, May, June, July, August, September, about five months it took five months for the woman to get charged. Listen to the story. Send me a message on Facebook or Twitter. Tell me what you think. Again, this story comes from News 6 WKMG. Right now, a Volusia County woman is facing charges accused of causing a crash while under the influence that left a four-year-old boy paralyzed. News 6's Crystal Moyer is live in Volusia County where this woman just faced a judge. And Crystal, this happened in April. Julie, that's a question that I brought up to investigators. I wanted to know why it took more than four months for them to make an arrest in this case. And according to a report from the Volusia County Sheriff's Office, they didn't get a blood test back until just last month from that mom, showing that she had drugs like MDMA, THC, THC and methamphetamines in her system when that crash occurred. This is a mugshot of 27-year-old Ana Fajardo Espinoza. She's facing charges including DUI and child neglect. Today, she made her first appearance in front of a judge. According to a report, Espinoza was driving along Cortland Boulevard and Macon Street before 1 p.m. on April 12th when she veered into the oncoming traffic hitting an SUV head-on. Investigators say her two sons, a three-year-old and four-year-old who were in the backseat, were seriously injured and airlifted to a children's hospital. Espinoza and the driver of the SUV investigators say she hit were also taken to the hospital with injuries. The three-year-old was later released. The four-year-old, however, remained in the hospital with paralyzing injuries, according to the Volusia County Sheriff's Office. Investigators determined Espinoza was speeding and swerving just before the wreck. The report also notes the four-year-old may not have been properly fastened into a booster seat. A blood test by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement shows at the time of the crash, Espinoza had drugs in her system, and that's what led to her arrest. During her first appearance today, her fiancé and father of their four-year-old son made a plea to the judge. We're just, like, 
the court to give her the chance to fight these accusations on the outside with the support of her family by maybe lowering her bail or allowing her so she could come and continue help care for my son who's paralyzed. Investigators haven't said what kind of paralyzing injuries that four-year-old has, but despite that plea from his father, the judge still bonded at, uh, still set the bond for $130,000. For now, reporting live in Volusia County, Crystal Moyer getting results, News 6. All right, and again, that story came from News 6, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Again, somebody lost control. Somebody went above and beyond with all the medication, pills, or whatever she had in her system, it doesn't make any sense for her to get behind the wheel, but yet she did. She did, and for some reason, somebody's going to want to know why. And yet she ends up paralyzing a child, her child. It just is a little bit too disturbing for me to think that, well... You know, she should be out of jail. No jail time to help with child. Help care. I disagree. That's the problem. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. Of course, Facebook is DistractedDB. You can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. So here we are in California. Hmm. California just went through a recall. 
tried to recall the governor. That didn't work. Um, what other crazy stuff going on? Heavy traffic is normal here in California. We're in a drought in California. We probably got the highest mm, car crashes around in America. Uh, a lot of uh, hit and runs, DUIs, people walking across the uh, road, what we call jaywalking. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. I just say hold on. Because believe it or not, there is somebody with their infonomous wisdom is trying to ensure that California has a bill that would justify jaywalking in some cases. Are you kidding me? Here's a story from CBS Sacramento, CBS 13, and I appreciate them for allowing me to sound. I'll have comments after. Now to this, justifying jaywalking, it's a controversial crime that many people just simply ignore. But now California could soon make it legal to cross outside of a crosswalk. CBS 13's Laura Hayfley is live in downtown Sacramento with why lawmakers say current jaywalking laws are unfair. Laura. Well, sometimes these downtown streets are packed with cars and other times there's not a vehicle in sight. But now some say police shouldn't be giving out tickets to people who cross here when no traffic is coming. Jaywalking, it's a crime many people admit doing. Of course, who hasn't? <laughs> I actually got stopped for jaywalking. I didn't even know what it was. If you don't get caught, you're doing it. <laughs> now California state lawmakers have voted to legalize crossing the street mid-block if no cars are around. So it's quite a common occurrence. The bill's author, Assemblymember Phil Ting, says jaywalking tickets have become a way for police to unfairly target minorities. People who are getting cited are disproportionately African-American. We have the example of Mandy Kane, who in Sacramento was crossing the street. Uh, law enforcement chased this individual down and they started beating him. The bill is supported by pedestrian safety groups, including Walk Sacramento. If there aren't any crosswalks or there's not an easy place to cross, they don't think that individual should be cited. But the debate comes at a time when fatal pedestrian accidents are on the rise. So far this year, 16 pedestrians have been killed on Sacramento streets. That's more than all of 2020 when 15 people died and 2019 when 13 were killed. Investigators say pedestrians are at a fault more than 75% of the time. Some people fear the change won't be safe. I don't think it should be legal because... Uh, <clears throat> the drivers have to be aware, you know, of people darting out in the street. But others say penalizing pedestrians on an empty street is wrong. I feel like it's probably okay as long as there's no cars coming. Everybody should have the option of doing what they need to do as long as they're being responsible. It's safe if nobody's around. Be safe, but make it legal. The bill has now been sent to Governor Newsom's desk, and if signed, it would take effect next January 1st. Man, very interesting. Thanks, Laura. Oh, my goodness. Again, that story came from CBS Sacramento, CBS 13. Oh, my goodness. Are we losing our minds? Are we losing our minds? Apparently so. There's a problem with hit and runs is people are in crosswalks. What makes you think that people are going to slow down when they're not in a crosswalk? I feel that there's going to be a lot more death, more hit and runs. And then everybody's going to go, oh, how could this happen? How could this happen to us? 
she was a good girl. She used to cross the street all the time. Or he crosses the street every day at the same time. Well, not anymore. And then they're going to be on the news. And then they're going to be, you know, debates on whether or not this should be or that should be. And then, you know, it's going down a slippery slope. And I don't think we need to do that. Once you start going down a slippery slope, once you make that turn, you can't keep your footing. It's going to go to something else. It's going to go to something else. And then it's going to be, oh my goodness, how could this even happen? Why did we let it happen? It happens all the time. And if you don't think so, just look how people are texting and driving. Speeding up and down the roads. Oh, they raised the speed limit a little bit. Now people want to go faster. You give them an inch, they take a mile. You see my story here? All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Until next week, guys. Oh, my goodness. Until next week, please be safe out there. We have enough fruitcakes out there right now that are destroying everybody. Remember, I don't want to die today, do you? Don't let anyone take the sands of time out of your own hourglass. And most important, no jaywalking.